Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe in Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600 followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. And, of course, our host still to be named is Rick Swan. He's also with us. So, uh, Rick, uh, I'm sure he'll tell us when we get to him how many days before the football season starts, which which we are all looking forward to. But uh, good (laughs) afternoon. This is show number 207. It is August the 16th. So we have a not a horribly busy show like we have had but no. probably enough to um to go but we should have plenty of time if you want to call in today i would think this is your day if you you know hey i want to get in and really get something off my chest i think you would agree chris this is their day yep yeah, for once, and and it was great to honor the two people, Vin Scully and Bill Russell, that we honored. Great, uh, you know, uh, the best in their professions. But you know, it, it's kind of good that we don't have to do that for anybody today. You know, so, right? And we shouldn't any, you know, we shouldn't have to rush the caller. So if the call, if you call no, in, no. you should have. I mean, if you have some things you want to talk about, we'll have plenty of time to get to it. Right. So today is August 16th. That means it's the 55th anniversary of Elvis Presley dying because that happened yes. on a Tuesday in 77. And it's going to be on Thursday, the 49th wedding anniversary for Rick and Linda Swan and Judy and Jerry Fiata. And, but they beat you by about five hours, I think yeah. it is, Rick, or something like that. I know they got married early in the afternoon. I asked them one time. So, uh, you know, but, uh, but that was a Well, maybe they, had, great... maybe they had to do that. They figured Jerry might be tired by the end of the day, so they had to get married early. <laughs> it was a good It was a yeah. good that was that was one of the most fun weddings I was ever at. I had a great time, great weather, and we're still continuing to have great weather. But let me give you the agenda first, and then we'll talk to my panel and all that. The agenda is that we're going to do the panels, of course. Then we're going to do uh, – during the panels, Robert is going to talk about boxing and how to get – there's a heavyweight championship fight this Saturday, and he's going to tell you about it over in Saudi Arabia. Uh, Sean will do the golf. He's our live golf uh, reporter, and he'll talk about uh, the PGA Tour uh, tournament that there was as part of the FedEx thing. And uh, – NASCAR, I will do that quickly. And then we're going to go on to baseball, the NFL, college uh, sports. We got the top 25, and I went through and figured out the conference breakdown on it. I think I got it right, but I'll be corrected if I don't. Um, and we and did, then, Chris, we do have a weird baseball story, by the way. Okay. You know, yeah, about, the, the about, the pi- about the Pirates guy. About the Pirates, yes. We'll get to that. Uh, the college uh, football, we, like I said, and then the NBA and the NHL. So um, for the NASCAR, Kevin Harvick won again. Didn't win for 65 races. Now he's won two in a row. And uh, that pushes him up further. 
they're into the playoff picture, I'm sure, uh, as they get ready to start those playoffs in the next, uh, I, I don't know when they start, week or two, but, uh, you know, he, he won, I think that was at Watkins Glen. And I never quite knew where Watkins, they just always said Watkins Glen, they never said where I asked them to say, so it's 60 miles uh, southeast of Rochester, New York. So we had, that ended last uh, Tuesday, after the show, about 8 o'clock at night, 30, the 30 warmest days we've ever had in Boston. However, we have had wonderful weather since. It's been like in the upper 70s, low 80s for the daytime temperatures, dropping down at the low 60s. It hasn't been humid. We might get rain, but we all have been through this drill before that live here. They say it depends on how close the storm is, and we know sometimes there'll be snowstorms that come and say, we might get a dusting or an inch, or we might get a foot, depending on how close it comes, and that's the kind of storm we're going to have. So we're either going to get a bunch of rain, and of course, we're going to get more rain where we are, where Rick and I are, than you would get like in, in Newton or Framingham or something, because it's a coastal storm. So we had, uh, so the Red Sox, while we were gone, uh, won uh, two American League East series. They swept the Orioles one game to none. And that is counted by uh, Elias Sports as a series. They told us that. So then they actually beat the Yankees in a real series, uh, you know, two games to one. So how about that? They've actually got the semblance of a starting rotation with Ivaldi, who is not throwing hard, but he's pitching very well. He really knows how to pitch, so that's good. Uh, Cutter Crawford has been really their best pitcher since July. Uh, Nick Pavetta needs to get it going. He's been uh, struggling. But then you've got uh, uh, Mike, uh, Michael Walker, who came back and pitched a great game on Sunday night against the Yankees. And then uh, Josh Winkowski, who did come in the Benintendi trade, and he's doing pretty well. So, And we've got three relievers you might be able to count on, including Matt Barnes now. He actually pitched well for about three times. And, uh, and, and John Schreiber, of course, and Derek Whitlock. And occasionally you can count on Brian Bra- Ryan Brazier. So, you know, the, the team maybe get going, but we'll be talking about their, they, they've got to win at least four games in these next six with the Orioles and Pirates, and preferably five or six because uh, they, they really are up against it. We'll get to that later. So we will move on to our person who's already been named, so I won't give him as much of a buildup as I usually do, Rick Swan. Okay, 23 days to the football season. Uh, Chris, Chris was talking about the weather, and it's been beautiful. You know, apparently you had to put the air conditioning on since we finally got it fixed. Yeah, you had it for uh, like four hours when you needed yeah. it. Since then, yeah. you haven't needed it. Yeah. Um, August 16th, not only the day that Elvis died, but also the day that the uh, Queen of Soul died, Aretha Franklin. So it was oh, that's right. Day and, yeah. Um, watched a lot of exhibition football over the week. Um, and do you guys remember the name Matt? I hope I get this right. Arise, Matt Arise. No. I, I talked about him back around the NFL draft, and he was the Kinda. sixth round pick of Hunter out of San Diego State. Okay. Buffalo picked him. And they picked him because he, they were saying in the draft that he led the, he led the country in the most 50, 60, 70, and 80 yard punts. He had two 80 yard punts in college. Well, I, I caught him for the Bills game this weekend, and I, for one punt, and the line of scrimmage was the 18-yard line. He ended up getting a touchback. This is crazy. Wow. I just, yeah, I just kept waiting, you know, I kept waiting, hoping that Buffalo would get stopped so I could see him punt again, but they never did. And it's, it's you know, these exhibition games, these preseason games now, one of the things I've noticed more than, than used to be that coaches are going for it on fourth down these preseason games all the time. And it's, I can understand that. You know, you don't need to work on the kicker that much. You're working on plays. But I just, I've never rooted to see a punter run. <laughs> I wish he had gotten another chance. <laughs> yeah. And just one other thing, um, I don't know if you heard, Antonio Brown, Mountain said, 
Yeah, that his biggest regret was that he never got to see himself play live. He saw himself on film, but of course he couldn't get to see himself play live. And and the people that actually got to see him play live, how lucky they were! It must have been like seeing the Beatles or Jesus live. Oh my God! <laughs> yes, I heard that. I heard that. That oh man! By the way, one, one other famous person that died in the world of sports on this day was Babe Ruth. That's right. Oh, forty-eight. Yeah. So, uh, that, so Antonio's a piece of work. Harry, your biggest re- your biggest regret that you've never heard yourself live on the show? No, no, no. I would prefer not hearing myself. That's if, if I don't have to hear myself, uh, it's all the better. <laughs> but the good, you know, another piece of good news, Chris. You were talking about the weather for you and Rick. Is right now looking at the Atlantic. The Atlantic hurricane basin is pretty much dead right now. So yeah, that's because we're all, all the whole the whole East Coast is burning up with a drought. That's uh, for everybody again, say. Well, that wouldn't have anything to do. That wouldn't have anything to do with the Atlantic basin. That you know that no. would help that. But yeah. with um, you know coming across, there's nothing coming across. So at least for the next week or two, uh, the hurricane systems look like they're not going to be any. So that's good. Um, State Fair started last week. Um, It continues through the rest of this week. And the weather is beautiful. Temps in the 70s. So I would imagine so the, the butter you know, cow will survive. Then I'm the butter cow will the survive. Cow. Everybody hanging out at the fair. Um, the That's weather great is weather beautiful. for a fair. We went to a fair some really nice nights. Uh, you know, to see different rock, you know old rock groups back in the early 2000s and, and the late 90s. And it's really nice to be out on a night where it's about 75 degrees, 70 degrees, and just a nice breeze. You're walking around the fair. It's great. Yeah, but it is, the weather is in the 70s, it's beautiful, and the I-Cubs are on the road, of course, they are in Indianapolis this week, so, you know, it would be a beautiful week for baseball, state fair and everything going on, but uh, people just have to go to the fair. Now, one of the new foods, I guess, that they have that that uh, my wife said she would be interested in is a fried olive on a stick. I don't want anything to do with that. Oh, do pickles? No. Do olives, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, there's, oh, oh I can, there's I five of them. That, yeah. At one time, there, there's five yeah. of them on the stick, so... And they're huge, so you can yep. have fried olives if you get into such things. <laughs> so uh, that's what's going on here, Bill. What's up in the great state of Indiana? Well, we just got back on Saturday. I noticed my computer was a wreck because I didn't. I broke my rule. I turned it off and left it off all the time we were gone. Turned it back on. It's been woeful ever since. So never do that again. But I am interested in the. F- and those fried olives. The other thing I just found on my computer, six intros for Sports Lounge is one of those could be we're trying to beat the start of the NFL season so we can have Rick added as a host. Otherwise, he's going to be put on waivers and traded. <laughs> so, but uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, Dick Pass, though I heard it up three days ago for under, for this falls under media news. The Bears are leaving WBBM at the end of the season. They're losing too much money. So they're, I guess, they're not going to renew. So they may go to FM or to WMVP. My vet is on FM. We'll just have to see. What is it, 95.5, Sean? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, WCHI, it's a rock station. 
And a lot of stations, a lot of teams are doing that. You know, the Mavericks went to the iHeart Rock station, KGL. Uh, there's other teams doing that. Uh, the Commanders are on 100.3 out of D.C. now. So you know, yeah. a lot of stations are doing that. Yeah, and the interesting thing about Chicago, their main sports stations are on AM. So that's unusual. A lot of, you know, we've got EEI and the Sports Hub on FM here already. So, uh, well, you know, it's, it's a little different there. Chris, I remember, Chris, the article that we all read this week mm-hmm. um, LA has the same problem both of yeah. their sports stations well, are on AM you know but, uh, Chicago's do better in the ratings on AM than the LA does but yeah. that's another oh, yeah. story but anyway yeah, yeah. But, but, <laughs> we Bill. just keep rolling on <laughs> and but th- that that's under the definite department so we'll just have to see and one of the things when I got back to Indy was I fired up my radio and there was already changes so Bernie was wrong but we are getting 1070 on the AM dial they are broadcasting strictly the ESPN network and they come through fairly well maybe not as strong as they were because they're broadcasting off the Emmis Tower downtown mm-hmm. you know so but Bernie they would probably are, argue that it hadn't happened yet, and that you got back and you you ran into it right when it happened. That's probably yeah, what he's that's say. Prob- yeah, probably what he's right. We'll see what he well, says. Well, we'll see what he says. Yeah. But we've had other changes. So, speaking of other changes, let's go to Robert because I'm sure he's got a whole pocket full of them. Yeah, I do. Uh, one thing before I get started, uh, today all NFL teams had to go from 90 to 85 players on their roster, and uh, that was done at uh, before 4 p.m. Eastern. So I don't know if any big names will get released, but next week the same thing. At before 4 p.m. Eastern, teams will go from 85 to 80, and some teams have already started uh, practicing against one another this week. So some things to watch yeah. for in the NFL. As far as boxing, for those of you who like to listen to things on the radio, uh, Saturday will be the heavyweight championship fight between uh, Ukrainian Alexander Usyk, who has three of the four heavyweight title belts, against Anthony Joshua. This is a rematch. They fought last September in London, and Usyk won a uh, unanimous decision, and the rematch will take place on Saturday in Saudi Arabia. The actual fight card will begin at noon Eastern time, but for you radio listeners, you'll want to tune in after 2 o'clock p.m. The station is called Talk Sport. That's where you want to find it at. Now, Talk Sport is affiliated with the Premier League. Their coverage normally starts at like 7.30 Eastern time. It'll go until 2 or 2.30. You won't be able to get it on Talk Sport because the soccer is available on SiriusXM, so if you want to cheat and check out SiriusXM and make sure the soccer is over with, before you tune, before that would be that would be wrong. That would be cheating. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, um, the fight uh, the fight card itself begins at noon. But for radio listeners, it, you won't get it till after two. So, and I'm not sure how many fights you'll get. The main event is scheduled to t- to start about 4:50, but it could be earlier depending on knockouts. This is a stacked fight card. Luckily, here in the U.S., uh, we, we got a last minute TV 
deal, um, although they uh, they did it in a sneaky way. They're dealing with the zone, which is based out of the U.K. The, see, Saudi Arabia controls the media rights for this, and they will control any uh, successive heavyweight fights. They've got a long deal in place with a heavyweight champion, uh, and Saudi Arabia is in charge of all media rights for all the different countries, and the U.S. was the last country to get a deal in place for them to actually see it. So um, it, for those that are blind and you want to hear uh, things on the radio, root for the British guys to win because the more they win, the more fights you'll be able to hear. That's how that's going to work. So uh, anyway, if anybody has any questions, I can answer them during the show, but we'll turn it over to Austin, Texas, and Sean's got a lot of stuff to tell you. Go ahead, Sean. Well, school is back here in Texas. Some schools went back yesterday, some districts today, a couple tomorrow. So 11 days till college football, till the zero week. Uh, but also, you want to uh, call in, you can use the Zoom number, but you can also, today, the 317-886-1103 is open for you to call in and get your point across and get on out, or you can still call in the Zoom. Uh, millions of people have been demanding and knocking down Bill's door and flooding him with calls and emails saying, please open that 317-886-1103 line. They've all been doing it. They've been bothering him, you know, so he did it just for them, plus so he can get them sleep at night because they're always, you know, harassing him about it. But anyway, uh, you can also contact us throughout the week at sportslounge at allthingsradio.net or 800-693-0595, option two. And those of you that are listening on the podcast, if you ever want to listen live, remember, we are here at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific at legendoldies.com. And let me see a few other things. Okay. I want to give the Zoom number again, just to, you know, oh, yeah. the 317. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six, if you want the Zoom, call in on the phone, 646-876-9923, and then the code 287-723-4600. Hit the pound key twice. Or if you're on the app or the computer, just do that, 287 287- Seven two three forty six hundred, and you're in like whoever Flynn is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, a couple other things going on. World of golf. Will Zalatoris. He's been in the in the runnings, even on some majors this year. You heard the name, but he has not won a tournament. But he won the St. Jude's Championship, which is the first in the three tournament series for the FedEx Cup, and point values go up by winning this tournament. So he, it was quadruple the point. So he passed Scotty Scheffler for the. By just winning this one tournament, even though he hasn't won, he hasn't won any other this year. But a couple things coming out of Live Golf, of course, we talked about the three golfers. They were denied entrance into the FedEx Cup. The court said you chose to leave, uh, so they're denied. Also, Tiger Woods, he's not playing at the BMW this week. He's not, but he's going to Delaware. He wants to have a meeting and talk, or the PGA Council's meeting on what to do, and he's got some thoughts on this stuff with the Live Tour, and he's going to sit down with some of the big, you know, the, the, the big name golfers on maybe what the PGA needs to do to keep them here instead of going off to the live golf tour. So that's going on. The BMW championship starts this Thursday, the second in the, and then next week they'll have the final tournament for the FedEx cup, which is only for the North American tour players. It's people that play on this, on this tour. So, and Cameron Smith right now is not signed reportedly. He's going to wait. If he does go to the live tour, like they're saying, it's going to be after the FedEx cup so he can, do both. But anyway, let's get on with the show. I'm, I'm, guessing, one thing, I'm guessing one thing, Sean, they could do probably is uh, 
more money, more money, more money. That would probably be yeah, the big more, Oh yeah, more, more money, money, more money for the more money for the players. And some of it, one thing they're looking at is uh, they they want to be able to do stuff with their names because the PGA controls what they do with their own names as far as you know. I mean, if they want to do a cameo for some money, or if they want to do appearances or anything, they, the PGA owns a lot of those rights. And so, they're, I mean, they'll grant some certain players rights, but they're wanting it for anybody because, hey, they can do stuff. They can do more stuff with their sponsors for money. And, you know, that's that's a big reason why a number of these players jump, jump ship. But. Anyway, speaking of jumping ship, shall we jump ship to baseball? To baseball, okay. Well, uh, all right. So, you know, the, this uh, the season's rolling along, and uh, we've gotten some separation with some things. And the Yankees, we'll start with them. They're 72 and 44, and that sounds wonderful, but they have been terrible since the All-Star break. I think they're, uh, what, 8 and 16 or something like that. Yeah. And they they have now been shut out in the last two games. So, you know, I just talked about the Red Sox pitching, and that may be, but the Yankees aren't hitting. So, you know, and that's a big part of what we had so you don't really know and that's 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 their 10th shutout this year Chris right and that's amazing they still however uh, scored the number of the most runs in the American League and it was interesting Susan uh, I guess was talking I was listening to that game last night Susan had been talking to um uh uh, Aaron Boone about it and you know he said well we're winning at some point he said well, we're winning a lot of games uh, early in the year and then it's like having a bank account then you can dip into it well they're dipping into it pretty good but they've still got a 10 game lead because Toronto is 61 and 53 as is Tampa Bay both 61 and 53 both 10 games out Baltimore 60 and 55 and the Red Sox 57 and 59 so in the central we have Cleveland now leading at 62 54 Minnesota 59 55 the White Sox 60 56 so I'm sure the uh, pennant fever is gripping um, Jamal pretty hard now uh, Kansas City at 48 and 69 even though they've been giant killers they beat the Red Red well, I don't know if the Red Sox are giants actually we'll talk about the Giants later I don't know if the Giants are giants but the, the Red Sox you know they uh, they beat them and then they played some pretty tough series since then too so they're they're a tough team you don't want to play right now and Detroit is at 44 and 74 we'll talk about them a little bit more later in the central Houston is now 75 and 42 and they have a uh, let's see what 63-54 is Seattle so they have a pretty big lead against them too uh, about a uh, what 14 games or 33 and 9 uh, 12 games I guess lead on them then Texas who fired their manager. We'll talk about that. 52 and 63, the angels, uh, 51 and 65 and the A's are 41 and 75 nationally. East, the Mets are 75 and 41 Atlanta, 71 and 46. So that's a four and a half game lead for the Mets over the Braves. Uh, we have Philadelphia at 64, 51. They've really been playing good ball and we'll see in the wild card uh, what that uh, accomplished for them. Miami is 51 and 65 and Washington 39 and 78. In the central, we have the Cardinals leading now at 63 and 51. Milwaukee 61 and 53. So two games. And that's important because you'll see in the wild cards right now, Milwaukee's not in it. So you might have to win that division to get in, but we'll see. That's what uh, I told co- you, Chris. Remember when they traded their closer? I said that was going to hurt them, and it has. Yeah. Well, again, I thought they had a pretty good setup when they came through here just before the trading deadline for those three, uh, you know, late inning pitchers. And players they, they don't ever want to. Players do not ever want to hear a general manager. We can't afford X for next year. They don't well, want to yeah. hear that. That's right, because they may not be there uh, next year. And then the, uh, the in the Titanic battle for third, the Cubs are 47 and 67. Cincinnati's 45 and 69, so just a couple games behind. And the Pirates are 45 and 70. 
capacity. So the Red Sox get to play the last place Pirates will, too, if they play like the last place Pirates against the Red Sox. And in the grand scheme of things, I got to tell you, I mean, the the Cubs will play really good for two, three days, and then they'll have a clunker. Play pretty good Mm -hmm. two, three days and another clunker. But they've played, I think, since the All-Star game, they have played a little better than than before the All-Star break. Mm Mm-hmm. In the West, the Dodgers are the best record in baseball, 80 and 34, and we got some statistics about that that David USF gave us. Uh, and uh, then we have San Diego at 65 and 53, so a good chunk of games behind them. 17 games out. 17 games out? Okay, yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, San Francisco, 58 and 57. Arizona, 53 and 62, and Colorado, 51 and 66. So for the wild card in the American League, this is this has kind of been the pattern for a while. There's there's like these six teams that are like sort of you'd say kind of the there's three levels of it. There's the three that have always seemed to be on top the last few weeks. There's the next three, and then there's the Red Sox. But the Red Sox aren't out of it, but they got to play a lot better. So we got Seattle leading it right now at 63 and 54. And Toronto, 61 and 53, and Tampa Bay is 61 and 53. So if the season were to end today, uh, Seattle would host Toronto and in a three-game series, and Tampa Bay would go and play Cleveland. Uh, then we have Baltimore at 60 and 55. Minnesota now is uh, has fallen to second there in the wild card race, 59 and 55, and the White Sox at 60 and 56, and the Red Sox are 57 and 59. You say, well. You know, they, that means they're, I think, let's see, let me look at this, um, Tampa Bay, those guys are eight over the Red Sox, so they're five out. So there's still only five out of the wild card. However, but it's how many teams you have to jump over. Yeah. How many teams you have to jump, but you're playing a bunch of them. You're going to play, you're done with the White Sox, you're done with Seattle, but you're, you know, but you're not done with Baltimore, you're not done with Toronto, you're not done with Tampa Bay. If they really can play against the American League East, and they showed a little signs of that this week, if they actually can do that, then they have a chance, you know, to move up on those teams, uh, and, you know, you know, we'll see what else, and, they're, they've, and they've got three games left in Minnesota. So, it's, it's going to be difficult, but they're, you know, games-wise, and what they need to do is go on like an 8 out of 10, they got to get over 500, and then they can get in the inhaling distance of people, do something like that, and they've got these games against the Baltimore and Pittsburgh, and you know, and you look at the beginning of the year and said, "Oh, there's you know, good chunk of wins." Well, the Pirates, you know, all these teams that are not contending, they've they've been playing people tough. So we'll see how that goes. And then Baltimore, that's one of your art rivals. If you're going to make anything, you've got to do something against Baltimore. So they've at least got to win four, but they preferably could win five or six and really get back into it a little bit more. And remember, the Orioles also have some games coming up that they have to make up. They have one. I know they have one with the Cubs, and then they have that one, you know, with the Blue Jays that was rained out the mm-hmm. other day so the Orioles they have at least the Cubs one is not a double header but the Blue Jays one is so they have at least one double header coming up and those are hard to see right. yeah okay so in the uh, National League the Braves are on the top of the wild card with 71 and 46 the Phillies are now second remember the Phillies were out of it most of the time but they're now 64 and 51 and that would be the series the three game series would be played between the, uh, the, uh, the Phillies would go to Atlanta and then you have San Diego at 65 and 53 and right now they would go to St. Louis. So that's uh, 12 over. Then Milwaukee right now is out of it at 63, uh, 61 and 53. So they're two games out. And the only other team within hailing distance is the Giants. And they've got the same situation. They've got fewer teams to catch up to, but they're still just about as far out as the Red Sox are. So they need to get going. They're playing Arizona now. I don't know who they played this weekend. I forgot to look it up. They play Colorado, Chris. Yeah, so they've they've got two teams that they should beat. And if they don't, you know, I mean, the the Red Sox are playing a a beatable team and a contender. The San Francisco is playing, you know, two teams they're supposed to beat. Are those on on, at home or on the road? Uh, The Arizona series. 
series is at home. Game one was last night. It was a, it's a four-game series, and then they go to Colorado. Okay. But, but the problem the Giants have is a lot of their players are getting too old. You've got Brandon Bell. You've got Brandon Crawford. You've got uh, Evan Longoria. Uh, they can't stay healthy. And when you depend on people that are 35 and older in baseball, Unless they can be DHs and you you plan on them being in the field, you're really creating a problem. They have good enough pitching, but I don't know if their offense and defense can stay healthy enough for them right. to be in the race. And the thing that and the, the, Padre, and the going- Padres in that National League wild card. Now, Robert, you're out mm-hmm. on the West Coast, unlike me. They since the the big trades they made. I'm not saying it's these players' fault, but they have really been scuffling. Well, uh, what you have to remember, Perry, when you make trades like this and you totally change your team the way the Padres, you got to allow these new players time to uh, get used to a new environment. Um, you and, know, then, and, then, uh, and then, of course, we'll get to it in a little bit, but they have a whole other situation. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll talk but, about that. You know, but now, on the other hand, speaking of people that came from San Diego, Eric Cosmer, they love him here. He's fit right into the clubhouse. They say he's really, yeah. uh, really, uh, you know, helping out some of the younger players and stuff, and uh, he's really assumed a bit of a, bit of a leadership role. So, Well, Chris, you, uh, one that one player, San Diego totally changed. They right. got they got a bunch. They got a bunch of players from different teams, and everybody's got to assimilate. You know, especially when you move from DC to San Diego, you got to find places to live and things like that. So yeah, and you have so, to play in. But, and you got to play in front of fans again. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. And and the Red Sox are slowly getting healthy. You know, they hope to have. Kiki Hernandez back soon, and they really need him in center field because Durant actually has caught the ball a couple times this weekend. I couldn't believe it, but he actually did. So, you know, that, that okay, so we have a few, uh, you know, sometimes I just stick them on the end of the standings because they're kind of later notes, and it's a good place to stick them. Waller, Walker Bueller is out. Uh, he's been out since June 10th with elbow problem. Now they're going to have to do self, uh, surgery on him, and he's going to be out as part of next year, they expect. So. I, uh, they're still trying to decide. It could very well be Tommy John. Yeah. So. Okay. Now that's when they do Tommy John. That's shoulder, isn't it? Uh, no, that's. Uh, um, I I forget what part of the arm mm. that is. Um, I don't I don't know if it has to do with the elbow or not. I don't remember where the Tommy okay. John. Okay. Maybe it's the same process on the elbow or the shoulder. I don't know. Yeah. But, it, but the uh, time limit would probably be all of next year yeah. if it was Tommy yeah. John. And they've, yeah, and yeah. they've but they, what they've done and which aggravates me when I see the Red Sox do this or other teams, they've kept him out since June tenth. How come he couldn't decide a little fast? Now he ended up needing surgery. It's two months down the road. Obviously, he didn't wasn't able to do a whole lot to rehab himself or do anything. I mean, so this kind of puts you behind the eight ball. How come well, he couldn't un- decide? Unfortunately, I don't think there's that many doctors who are uh, able to do the Tommy John surgery. That, that's the impression I get, Chris. Well, you can get it done. The question is you need to decide to get it done. I mean, right. I've, I've certainly yeah. heard of players who he's out, and, and then three days later they have the Tommy John. I mean, that's right. that's happened. It can happen, yeah. but your doctor and your player and and their agent and everybody has to be on the same page. And whether there was right. an issue, you know, and with this, I didn't think of till just as I'm speaking. But you know, and maybe uh, maybe David USF will let us know, and we can throw that in next week as some background. But you know, right. this is you you wasted. Like when somebody needs surgery and it's a couple of weeks, okay, two months, that's a long time to not. Know Sometimes that. what they yeah. try to do, Chris, and and I, I don't know that it's the case here, is they like to give it a month or so to, just to see if it'll settle down and yeah. you can pitch again. Yeah. But this has been two. So, you know, you wonder. Chris Woodward was fired as the uh, Texas manager, and Tony Beasley, their third base uh, coach, 
uh, is in there. And as we say, they had a record of 52 and 63. So they are going to go the route of the Angels and see if they can get anywhere with a new manager. Well, the problem with it, Chris, since I follow the American League, you wait until August 15th. If you're going to fire somebody, shouldn't you have done that earlier in the year? I, I really think now, Sean, you're in Texas. You know better than I do. But I really think this is a front office problem and not the man. Well, the Rangers, Rangers have been screwed up since they got Rand Nolan Ryan off. And that's yeah, a and that's a John and that's a John Daniels problem. I mean that guy. That's exactly what yeah. I'm talking he about. must have he must have some blackmail on the owner or something because that guy mm-hmm. he's been around for a long time. Yeah, they've and, done, you know, and they've you done just, very little. You don't. They we we all picked the teams at the beginning of the year. Nobody picked Texas to do anything. Nobody nope. picked Texas to make the wild card. So it's almost like you 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 were having a bridge year, as they say, you know, or something. And the I don't owner, know, and the like owner is probably unhappy, it. Chris, because he spent all that money last, you know, on the offseason. Yeah, re- remember during the yeah. offseason they gave uh, uh, Corey Seager ten years, three hundred twenty-five yep. million. They gave yep. Mar- Marcus Simeon seven years, one hundred seventy-five million, and they spent all kinds of other money on other players. And well, they didn't have work. enough. See, sometimes you do it at the wrong time. You know, and it's difficult to get the the blend right. I mean, you can be too much Dave Dombrowski and trade all your farm system away, and you can be too much Heim Bloom and be worrying about 2026, like we were yeah. just talking about with San Diego, you know, the right. uh, players and, you know, uh, or Milwaukee, actually, earlier we were talking about. So the thing is, you've got to strike a balance. I don't think Texas had that much on the field. To that, might, I think you go in with the coup de grace and get the big players, unless they're your own, you want to bring them back, like Bogarts yeah. and, and uh, you know, Devers, yeah. you want to bring them back because they're your foundation. Now, now our, our, friend, our friend Gary says the Rangers, he said all the Rangers really have, they have good broadcasters. That's, that's there it. you go. Yep, that's well, it. They didn't fire them, but Detroit fired uh, the GM Al Avila, and of course his son was a, a catcher for the Tigers back in the day. And, and, so his, he, and his son now works for MLB Network, I think. Oh, okay, yep. and we'll see what happens. I mean, they uh, they have gotten some young pitchers that are pretty good, but they never seem to have any offense right now. So they got to do something no, it's, about that. No, and it sounds like AJ Hinch is going to have a significant role in selecting the general manager. Now, my thought on that would be, um, as bad as the team has been this year, instead of worrying about helping hire a general manager, shouldn't you be trying to get your butt down there and figure out how to make the team better? Well, I think what what's happened because they've, is, you know, they've the got owner. some decent. I mean, it isn't like they don't have any players. They have decent players. Yeah, yeah. I, the problem is, I think the, uh, the obviously AJ Hinch has the owner's ear, and he's won a World Series and all that. And the thing is, you know, so you say, all right, we'll let you, you know, go and hire the general manager, and it puts it in a. We've talked about this in football. You know, you're hiring uh, your boss. Uh, well, is he really your boss when you can go to the owner anytime you want? So, you know, they may call it a different thing and, you know, director of pro scouting or something. I don't know what they'll do. And the, the, reason, the reason that Chris Illich gave it for firing Alavila is we've made the managerial changes now, what, three or four times, and that didn't work. Well, and there again, that's the same argument you guys are making about Texas. Right. You know, and uh, so uh, maybe, maybe and it's time also, for Texas. Even, uh, even though now. I mean, there's some rumors that you've heard and all, but by the technical definition, uh, Ron Gardenhire wanted to retire. Now, whether that's true or not, we'll never know. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, Miguel Cabrera has uh, started talking about retiring, and of course, no, he's uh, he said he he now said he is going to be back next year. Okay, okay, yeah, I I don't think he's going to give up thirty two million dollars. Yeah, no, I probably I probably wouldn't. 
And he's yeah. one reason people go to the games. You yes, know, he is. He's, he's beloved there. No yeah. field of dreams next year uh, because of renovations, I guess. And the rumor is that the Red Sox are going to play the Twins there in the field of dreams in 24. So we'll see how that goes. And it was. Um, I mean, I know the ratings were down a lot this year, but it, I mean, and that's probably because neither team was in contention. But the people, the, the people loved it. And um, for those who don't know, at the Field of Dreams game, you get when you go in, you get a police escort in, and you know, just like you would in any yep. small town. And uh, I guess the the Dyersville Fire Department brought food to the booths the other night, you know, for the broadcasters and. All that. So. I mean, the local pizza shop was closed because they were yes. games. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and, and Ron Coomer was saying he was, I don't know, Bill, what you heard on the Reds broadcast, but Ron Coomer said he was down on the field and he said, for, he said, I really had a lot of concerns coming into a, a field like this, but he said, this field is beautiful. He said, this looks better than some major league fields we play on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, at, through Saturday, you know, I'm doing it like a newspaper would do it because I didn't feel like redoing. I did it on Sunday. So through Saturday, we were talking about the Dodgers, and they had the best record before Sunday. They were 79-33, over uh, 700 baseball at that time, 12 in a row they had won. They did lose Sunday to Kansas City, and they were 19-3 and since the All-Star break, and 35 and, and, and 32-5. and and so David said all this, and that's that's all good. But I said, okay, in the uh, the fifty four Cleveland, and you know, and he, he wasn't happy. But I said the fifty four Cleveland Indians won one hundred and eleven games and lost to the Giants in four games. The uh, two thousand one Mariners won one hundred sixteen games and lost forty six and lost to the Yankees in the league, uh, league playoffs. Now Seattle, uh, you know, the Yankees though won won the whole thing. They won one hundred and four and ninety eight, and they won the whole under fourteen and ninety eight. And uh, Baltimore in sixty nine, however, won one hundred nine and lost 53 and lost the Mets, but the Red Sox won 108 and did win it in 18. So it's 50-50. You get in the, what you're doing is you're just getting into the postseason is what you're doing. And it, what you have to start to do if you're the Dodgers and uh, probably Houston and maybe the Yankees is to kind of rest your players and just kind of get them ready for the postseason. At least they will in the beginning of September. But, uh, yeah. you know, it, it, it's nice to win. It's fun. You know, it's fun to win that many games. But you, you don't remember, you know, who remembers the Seattle Mariners actually had the best record in 162 games? nobody because they didn't win the whole thing uh and uh, so there was a nice deal and actually sean why don't you talk about this because it was there in texas uh, about what houston did on sunday oh. for the people of vivaldi yeah okay what the astros did they but they bust in 500 people from the city of uvaldi to the game and to the game sunday and they got free tickets they had a ceremonial first pitch they honored them it was it was a really cool deal really neat deal that they did so hey the astros you complain about them but they did something good there so they needed they needed that they needed that good attention after that cheating stuff yes they did yes they did 278 miles they bust them in too that's a long way uh, you know that's yeah, how far it is. It is. actually they were about as far from dallas too as it turns out i forget uh, what the mileage well, is on dallas well it's well, Uvalde to Dallas is farther because you go up San, from Uvalde, you go into San Antonio and go up I-10. San Antonio is about 300 from Dallas or about 275 and then another. So they're about 350 to the yeah, – so yeah. No, yeah. no, so I assume they made sure that that police chief didn't go. Yeah, he didn't go. Well, no, let's he, hope so. he stayed home. That's good. He stayed home. So the big story of Friday night and uh, broke all over the place was Fernando Tatis Jr. was suspended uh, from San Diego, their shortstop, 80-game suspension for PEDs. And uh, the San Diego GM and the organization is not happy with him. 
their expressed their mistrust for him. Mm. He, first of all, he was out all year so far because of a motorcycle uh, incident, and that never is a good thing for a team. You know that, that we've heard yeah. about that in many sports, and. Uh, you know, he was just rehabbing in San in uh, San Antonio when this came up, and you wait for the injury to. Uh, he was going to be, be activated. He was going to be activated Friday. Right. Yeah. So, and what he supposedly took was a ringworm drug, and he got it uh, down in the Dominican and didn't check. Getting the a haircut. Yeah, getting a haircut. Pretty dead. Getting a haircut. Yeah, and uh, you know. But the thing is, they, they're just not happy with him, and they've, they've got another 12 years to go with him. And so the way it's going to work is he's going to be suspended for the 48 of the games that we now, but apparently they've changed it. It was going to be 32 for next year in the old contract, but nowadays whatever games San Diego plays in the postseason will take away from the 32 from next year. So uh, that's the, the new rule. Uh, so uh, there you go. But they're, they're kind of, you know, it's they have really been spending all kinds of money and going crazy, but they really haven't gotten too many results yet. So we'll have to see nope. what happens this year. Uh, and I think, uh, oh, and then uh, uh, let's see. Wait, who, who did I see with a broken wrist here? Oh, no, he'd been out with a broken wrist. Oh, oh uh, okay. Alfo Castro of the Pirates, a one-game yeah. suspension and a fine because he, he slid into second base and out came his iPhone. And, of course, due to the Astro situation in, you know, with the cheating and all, and, you know, there wasn't there something with the Yankees and the Red Sox, too, with it? Sox, You're yeah, not supposed to have any sort of device like that on the field. Yeah, they were like iPads for the Red nope. Sox years ago, right. yeah. yeah. And so, but also, I heard a thing. I was listening to the, uh, the Guardians game the other day, and Tom Hamilton was talking about that Whit Merrifield, yes, he's gotten vaccinated, and he's all happy up in Toronto, but he was the leader of the anti-vax people, let alone, you know, we talk about, oh, if our team was better, I'd, I'd go get vaccinated. Not only that, he was uh, encouraging the younger people not to get vaccinated. Oh, so that's what, uh, yeah, what uh, the, Tom the, Hamilton the, heard. The, the two leaders of that, Chris, were uh, Whit Merrifield and Andrew Benatende. And, they, of course, they both got traded, and they both got vaccinated. So That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, let's, yeah. bring in, uh, let's bring in one of our friends. And that would be Pierre. So Pierre, come on in and um, see. We'll see what's up. Well, I have two things. Uh, this week, the LSU starting quarterback went to practice, and he walked off the field and said, "I quit. I quit. I'm no longer going to have it to do with football." And uh, was it real? Was it real hot down there, Pierre? Maybe he just couldn't deal with the heat. You know. Well, what? Well, what maybe Nick, Pierre. Pierre, maybe Nick Saban paid him to quit. Well, well, yeah. Well, what happened was in 2020, COVID came along, so he didn't get to play. In 2021, uh, wait a minute, oh, 19, and then 20, uh, you know, COVID came along, he didn't get to play. Well, in in 21, uh, I think it was 21, uh, along, yeah, he played a few games, then he got hurt. And then the next year, he uh, was in a boat and slipped down. And and broke his arm. So oh, between well, no. twenty between just before this well, no. season, right? Just before this season, yeah, just before and, this season. He's, and then and then he had one year where he was supposed to start. And along came some guy named Joe Burrow. And wonder, who that, wonder who that is. <laughs> that was nineteen. Yeah. Or oh, was that twenty? Was that twenty when Joe Burrow played? No, no. Uh, Joe that was nineteen. It was nineteen. It was nineteen. That's right, Joe. It was nineteen. Yeah, that was nineteen. But another story, uh, uh, every Sunday before the NASCAR race, they have what they call countdown to green. And this Sunday, they featured a young lady. 
I'm always teasing her because she sings fantastic. But I always tell her every time she sings, the the dogs running, the cats meowing. <laughs> but anyway, on Countdown to Green, they had her on. And they asked her, being blind, how do you, you know, get anything out of coming to these NASCAR races? She says, taste, smell, sound. Uh, and then she went on and named all these things. So they put her in an actual race car and uh, went around the track with her in the car. And uh, they gave her the microphone and she described it. Mm. Do we know what's her name up here? Huh? What is Kobe her name? Garrison. What's her name? Kobe Garrison. She works for ACB. Okay. I've heard that. Oh, name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, right. so, so now, so now after that, NASCAR has decided that they're going to do a four, uh, four series on her. Uh, wow. So uh, it's going to be like four half hour programs about nothing but her. Oh, wow. Is she, is she a cool. blind person, Pierre? Yes. Yes. She's totally yeah. blind. Yeah. Yeah, she works for ACB. Yeah. So it's going to run over and get some tomatoes. Yeah. Okay. I've heard of her. Okay. All right. They're, 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 uh-huh. make, their plans are being made. Yeah. Right. No, okay. Yeah. We got uh, Pierre on the phone, <laughs> too. Yes. We've got Jerry. Oh, good. Good. I was going to say, we've also got Charles on the line here, courtesy of the 886. Okay, Jerry, hold okay. on then just for a second, Jerry. Let's bring in Charles first, and then we'll go to you, Jerry. Hold on. All right. Go ahead, Charles. And thank you. And how's everybody? We're good. How are you? All right. Good, Charles. How are you? Okay. Um, about the Orioles, yeah. um, I think I think they might make it to the playoffs, but something tells me, and I could be wrong, um, that they're gonna they're gonna get into a slump somehow. Just look how bad they did with Tampa Bay. Charles, that sounds like a typical Orioles fan. You can, they're well, just going to slump. You know. And I can understand. Hey, hey, I understand that because the one it's, thing it's Charles happened that was so good. many times. The one thing that Charles that was good. Yes, they did get rid of Trey Mancini. Apparently, they weren't going to re-sign him, and teams do that, and that's not a good look for your team when you're trying to contend. Nope. However, they um, didn't get rid of like three other people. I mean, you you know, they got other people that are prospect. You know, that have, have succeeded in the majors for a year or two or three. And they didn't get rid of them, so that was a, that was a good thing. I, I wish they hadn't gotten for their point of view. I wish they hadn't gotten rid of Trey Mancini. However, we want to beat you three in a row on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> well, uh, Charles, uh, you could always be an Oakland A's fan, and uh, since they couldn't trade their veterans, they're designating people for assignment. They they designated J- uh, Jed Lowry. They designated Stephen Scotty. They're uh, probably going to designate Tony Kemp and Elvis Andrews before September. So uh, you could be an Oakland A's fan and see people leave town and you get nothing in return. And if all those guys clear waivers, Robert, they still have to pay them all. wonder what the point mm-hmm. of that is. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, because they got all these prospects they want to look at, uh, Perry. You know, they got to look at these guys. So the other thing um, I wanted to know from you, Charles, how is the attendance down there? Is it picking up a little bit? Oh yes, yes, yes! It really, it really is. And okay. I like well, the idea. We're gonna have a lively crowd, I guess. For you know, in the past times when the Red Sox go in there, there'd be some Red Sox fans, there'd be some Orioles fans, but it'd be pretty dead. And now it might be back to the old days where we had some real, uh, you know, real noise in that ballpark. That's good. Yep, and you know, and I like the idea uh, that BAL has it this year because they had it in '92 
when um, it's it first opened, yeah. and it's back again, and that's cool. The only thing I don't I don't like the idea of baseball being on FM because I don't think FM. I mean, I I know people say oh. that, you know the reasons why they like it, but. Baseball has always better. been an AM thing. Yeah. yeah, but thing is, Charles, it sounds when you have a good FM single. I remember when I got a, a good FM radio the first time, a real one. You know, that was my my shortwave had FM on it, mm-hmm. sixty nine, and I said, "Wait a minute, they're over on HEH FM here. I can really listen to it. It just sounded so much better. The, the, you know, just it's when so you put it on yeah. FM, you know, I, just I remember think it I remember when one hundred five seven the fan had it, but it, it's. It's still, I still like the, the AM. I guess that's what I grew up with. But yeah, I know. I can but, see you know. your point. Yeah. Okay. I can see your point, though. Okay, Charles. Good job, uh, Charles. Thanks, thanks. You guys Thank you. very much. You bet. Jerry, now let's go to Jerry. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I, have a, I have a little pet peeve. I hope they don't continue to do this. I'm glad I had Sirius XM. Uh, I wanted to listen to the, uh, well, I did. Um, on the radio, on the XM radio, I wanted to listen to the Cleveland Guardians yesterday when they played uh, the Tigers, and I wanted to hear Tom Hamilton. And I was outside here, and uh, I asked Google to play WTAM, and it said, you know, streaming W News Radio eleven hundred WTAM, and I got an iHeart podcast. Yeah. Something my heart's going to continue to do. Well, I don't know. See, now I have I have seen TAM stream the games, and I don't know what they're. You're see, bad. some of these things happen by happenstance, where you'll you know, somebody forgets to turn something on, or somebody forgets to turn something off. It's it's human error yeah. sometimes, so you can't even say that they're not or they are. That's one day. I mean, I would check it. They, they sometimes these people they don't even know. I remember I've told this story I think a couple years ago when the Red Sox and Yankees didn't play because of uh, last. No, it was right after the All-Star game in, 20, uh, in 21. And they didn't play. They were about to start a regular talk show. It was, But it was 7.05. So the automation came in and knocked FAN out of that regular talk show and into CBS Sports Network because that was when the game was supposed to start that wasn't being played. Yeah. So, you know, you, you really can't tell with this stuff. Yeah, and, and you remember, Jerry, legally they're not even supposed to be streaming, but, you know, hey, they it, do. It must they be a way if they pay enough, they can, because people, enough people are doing it. That, yeah, you know. because, well, I think some of it, too, is where you're at. Um, I know some yeah. stations just do it. I, the Braves, I know, do the Reds and, and, and Twins yeah. and some of those stations. But most most streaming now is if you're within a certain mileage of yeah. the area, you're yeah. going to be able to listen. Otherwise, you're not. Yeah, most of them say 75 or 100 miles is what they usually say. And actually, the Red Sox them. area is pretty big. It goes from uh, up in Maine all the way down to Fairfield County, Connecticut. That's considered New York territory. So they stop there. But mm-hmm. they can stream, they can get EEI all through that whole area there. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Jerry. Good job, Jerry. Uh, and happy anniversary to you, Jerry, too. Yeah. You and Judy. Lovely wife there, and uh, we got married at 10 p.m. on August. Yeah, 18th. you beat him by about what, about four hours, Rick. Yeah, I was, no, that's too early for me. I was hungover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think the night before you were moving. I don't think you were hungover. No, no, yeah, I was cutting. I was cutting shelf paper. <laughs> that's right. I remember that. <laughs> okay. Okay. We got any more uh, callers or more baseball? Is there anybody? We oh, do not have time. time. All right, um, so we'll go to the NFL. Hold on, one, one thing, Chris. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, the, the Miami Marlins, I guess, are on a 16-game streak of scoring no more than three runs in a game. <laughs> oh, wow. Sounds like okay. the Reds. 
Oh, yeah, I think we got a raised hand, too. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was fun to see Aaron Judge. And I like Aaron Judge, though. You know, he, he's a great player, but it was fun to have, have him being striking out and all this other stuff the other night. It was great. Anyway, so we have a uh, raised NFL, hand. Bill, hold, on, hold, hold, hold on. Okay. Bill, Bill, go ahead. We have a raised hand, I think. Or did I just miss that? Nope, we don't. Okay. I don't. Oh. Okay, um, so um, Roger Goodell has come out and said that the reason he uh, wanted to file an appeal, which is ultimately decided by him, <laughs> so anyway, he he's appealing the by the attorney general. No, he's the uh, uh, oh yes, I guess he's he's appointed him to decide it for him. But anyway, uh, this is a little bit of a put up job, I think. But Roger Goodell is appealing the uh, Watson decision saying his actions were egregious and predatory. So there you go, and they probably now, have to tell uh, one some of the players piece, what that meant. One piece, Chris, to add on to that, well, two pieces. Number one, Deshaun Watson did come out on Friday before the game and apologized to all of the women that um, yeah. have, been, have been affected by this. And rumors now are that... Since they know, his side knows that this attorney general is probably going to rule the way <clears throat> that the NFL would like, they're yeah. trying to now negotiate a settlement so that he can maybe get just a little bit less than that year, yeah. and and maybe a little maybe a little less and, suspending and a little bit more fine. Now I heard I heard the apology, and what it was it was a female reporter I think worked for the Browns. It was Browns TV or somebody and. You could tell it was a it was a very scripted apology, yes. very much. But if he had said this a few months ago, even who knows what would happen? But yeah, they're trying to negotiate a deal, and you know I can't. You know the lady the lady didn't ask him too many hard questions no. after it. Like, well, what do you think of this? But also, and the other reaction, the Cleveland Brown fans on Friday. I won't. That they chanted "Usick F," and you know what the F stands for. We can't yeah. say it here, but uh, Jamal could, but not. And you oh, know, Jamal right. and, and even in the game, I don't know, Rick, if you watched any of that game, but I was listening on um, Jags Radio, and uh, the Logaman, Frangie, and 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 uh, Baselli said even when he was playing, and I mean, obviously, this wouldn't surprise you. He really didn't look that good playing football. No, no, he was not at he all. Was, he was one for five for seven yeah. yards. And, I mean, and yeah, and one for five. Quite well. yeah. And remember, the NFL wants a one-year complete suspension. So, that, and that's what, you know. yeah, and yeah. that's what they're trying to negotiate out if they can. Yeah. yeah. And right. he didn't play. Yeah. And remember, he didn't play at all last year either. So, no, it, no, if, yeah. if the NFL gets their way, he'll he'll miss two complete seasons. Well, the thing is, they would like to get this settled uh, sooner than later. So we might even know by yeah. next week what they're going to do because uh, they did say yeah. they put it on the fast track. Well, what they're hoping what they're hoping for is his side anyway. They're hoping that they can settle it before this guy rules because once he rules, it's over. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So um, anyway, so that's that's what Goodell said, and we'll see what happens. Uh, so Paul Brown, uh, we t- said I think this was going to change. Paul Brown Stadium will be uh, renamed Paycor Stadium, which is a uh, you know one of these HR software companies. And I don't know why. I mean, he's he's his son. I don't know why they didn't say it'd be 
Paul Brownfield at Paycor Stadium or something like that. You can do things like that if you want to honor somebody. Yeah. You know, look at my, you know, Invesco or whatever look it is. Mile, look at what Mile, Mile High did. They got the yeah. so-and-so at Mile High. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking, and Rick, maybe you correct me on this, was the first corporate naming actually here with Schaefer Stadium? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. In yeah. 71, when the Patriots built their aluminum uh, palace, uh, they, you know, it was all aluminum bleachers all the way up. Yep. No, no roof for anybody. And uh, they, it was, uh, you know, Schaefer, uh, you know, was their big sponsor at the time. So they were the, they were the first naming rights uh, for their the glorified high school stadium. It was right. So anyway, and so uh, I don't know why they just don't do uh, Paul Brown Field. And uh, so you already talked about how how he played. I didn't really know. Uh, and the, yeah, the arbitrator's name is Peter Harvey. And uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Now so we got can, him. When they make this decision, the player association can still sue, right? No. They can sue, uh, but no, they can't as appeal. I, as I they can sue. As I understand yeah. it, when this guy rules, they could sue through the courts, but other yeah, than that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. They could, but they've agreed to the, but it's been bargained, so I think they'd have trouble. Yeah, but I mean, if they, they sue when it goes to, I mean, then does, does it become a, like a thing where Tom Brady and, and yes, it could. Can he play Delay. in the meantime? Yeah, I, probably, I, I, that, yeah, that's true. They could do that, but I mean, I think if I were the players' association and all this had happened, I think I would uh, want it behind me and just over with and not hear about it anymore. As it is, when yeah. it comes back, there's going to be still demonstrations and stuff's going to happen, you know. But yeah, but if, you know, I mean, this is basically a union, and their job is to support the the members. Yeah, that's well, right. Uh, Oh. Man, Rick, can you support somebody that has, that has done all this stuff for two years? Well, oh, sometimes, 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 you, sometimes <laughs> you as to. a union, you you have yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, and 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 also he he apologized. I assume to anybody he may have offended. Correct? That's correct. I assume yeah. that's what yeah. he did. Yeah. yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. Anyway, well, we lost a good guy in football this week. James White from the Patriots retired, and he scored the winning touchdown in, uh, in the Patriots Atlanta Super Bowl that they won thirty seven thirty one after coming back from twenty eight to three, and uh, and he was injured last year, like in October. I, I knocked me knocked him off my fantasy team. Didn't do me any good, uh, but he was more of a pass pass catcher than a runner, but he did score that. Uh, you know, he scored three touchdowns in that comeback, and uh, you know, so they've. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens, what they can do about that. I mean, they, but he was a good guy. Everybody said, you know, if, if you had a team full of James White, you know, you'd, you'd love to have him because he was just had a great, there was a great outpouring of support for him when his father died last year, all over the league. He was a very popular guy, and, right. <clears throat> and I'm sure they'll miss him in the in the locker room. And I heard so, the, um, yeah. I didn't get the, I forget the number, but all the, you know, all the touches combined in his whole career at the NFL, never lost a fumble. Wow. No wonder he played all the time around here. Yeah, yeah. Belichick yeah. hates that. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Tom Brady has been excused, uh, you know, uh, until through the 20th anyway. And the, there's a speculation around that his mother might be really uh, sick. And uh, we don't know about that. But yeah. but then there were, it was interesting. Colin Cowherd, we had a thing come over the system where Colin Cowherd was uh, talking to Ben Volan from the Globe. And uh, they were speculating that maybe he's just not into it. And I guess it was more in his mind. He really thought he was going to go to Miami uh, this year, you know, this past year. But because of that whole trial coming up, this may be why he retired and then decided he would come back. Maybe he really thought he was going to get to Miami and, uh, you know, with the deal that he was working out with that owner. But then the whole Brian Flores uh, revelations came out. And then the previous tamp tampering, they, they figured out they couldn't really do that. It wouldn't look very good. So that it seems like it was a really serious deal for him to go to Miami for this year. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
what, what the plan was, Chris, is he was going to be part of the ownership group. Yeah. And, you know. Be the first player owner. Be yeah. the first player owner. Yep. That's right. Now, so, I never heard the, the speculation about his mother because that, that's the first thing I thought of. But the uh, situation well, no, I'm hearing his, is... His mother has been sick on and off. Oh, I know that, yeah. Um, but the situation I'm hearing more is that it's maybe his marriage is on the rocks. Yeah, Giselle, yeah, wanted, Giselle heard, wasn't happy that. about him. I've heard yeah. the Giselle thing that she not she was happy. not happy about him coming back. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. unretirement. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing too that that was interesting, and but they didn't tie the two, two things together. And this was on Spock, Fox Radio because it was Colin, Colin Coward. They didn't tie the two things together and how this would work. Remember, he's got that deal coming up with Fox on on TV. But they also said he really would be like to be a part owner. Well, if he's a part owner, he's not going to be on Fox. You can't do no, that. And, no. And Fox gave him a ten year deal. Remember, worth three hundred and seventy five. Well, and well, there's speculation on whether he'll even have that Fox deal eventually, whether he'll even go for it or whether he's going to just be like, I want to do this because, no, the Giselle thing came out. She had said somewhere in an interview, she goes, I wish he'd retire. I wish he'd retire. We have enough money. You know, it'd be nice to just have him. That's where that came out. So yeah. well, Giselle, just walk away. Giselle, Giselle has wanted him to retire for a few years. Yeah, when yeah he, that's when what he said. Tired, he came out and said, you know, pretty much, well, it's time. i got to spend more time with my family. They're sacrificed for me. and you know. Well, he did it for a week and a half, and that could be rough. Yeah. Well, you 40 know? days he did. <laughs> what, was it 40 days? Was that? Ask, yeah, you know what, though? Ask the Hall of <laughs> There you go. Ask the Hall of Favor Chris Russo, and you know what Christopher will tell you? If you're Tom Brady, Tom Brady is worried about him and nobody else. Uh, yep. uh, well, uh, one guy who doesn't seem to be retiring, and we kind of wrote him off a little prematurely, is Gene Deckerhoff. At least the other night he was doing the Tampa Bay uh, game. I don't know. We had thought he wasn't going to do those anymore. So I don't know whether and, and he's going to do TJ Reeves game, was but... on the sideline, Chris, so it wasn't a TV situation. So I, right, wonder no. if, I wonder if maybe he decided not to hang it up. Right. Yeah, and or maybe he'll do the home games and then not travel or something like that. Or and then what's the situation with Florida State? Is he still got his? Full he is time not at Florida State. They have hired their announcer. No. I believe I'm, I'm doing this off the top of my head. So pardon me if it isn't totally right. Jeff Colhane or something like that. Okay. Colhane. Colhane. Yeah. Okay. So Cole. the new the new guy's doing all. So he's not doing anything for Florida State anymore. No, he's not. No. Okay, so he probably, maybe he decided, you know, this traveling that some of these guys did where they, you know, Saturday they're in Blacksburg and Sunday they got to be in, um, you know, wherever, mm-hmm. in Green Bay, that could be pretty difficult. So, uh, you know, especially those kind of places where it's hard to get into. So, um, you know, you, you figure that the, when you do the two sports, and there isn't too much of that. I mean, Gil and Gino used to do it, the Patriots used to, Atlanta, West Durham used to do it and stuff. But it's not the, it's not done that often anymore. Well, and I think, I think, about five I think years. the thing, I think, the thing here too, Chris, is is with um, Gene Deckerhoff and TJ Reeves. They both, you know, they work together for a long time. So it's probably a situation where neither, you know, nobody's going to, you know, if, if Gene decided, hey, I want to come back, I'm sure TJ is not going to be offended yeah, by that he at all. Yeah, knows he gets, he gets the job for next year. And and Brady, you know, and I don't know when he was back. I think it was after Brady was already coming back that he announced he wasn't going to do it. But then, you know, he maybe figured, well, we might have another Super Bowl, so maybe I'll just do this. And uh, uh, Bill Hillgrove, I believe, uh, still does both Pitt yes. and the Steelers. So. He, he does. Yeah. He does. Uh, he certainly was doing the Steelers the other day. Yes, okay, do we have any more uh, news and notes on the NFL? I've got the exhibition scores. Oh. We'll just quickly go through those. 
Well, you got the Zach Wilson injury. Yeah, yeah Zach Wilson. That's what yeah, it looks had, like. Arthroscopic surgery today. Yeah, and it, they were they, once they get in there, I guess then they're going to be able to figure out how long he's going to be out. It, it looked, yeah, it looked good that that it's not yeah. any more serious than they thought it was. That's so, good. So that looks like four weeks. Two to four weeks. You yeah. might not miss any games. And it was a, and it was a no, it was a non-contact Uncon- injury. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah. And Bill Flacco will be the starting quarterback as long as uh, Wilson is out. And it looks like, um, you know, we've been talking some about um, Alvin Kamara maybe facing suspension from his incident at the Pro Bowl, but the hearing got put off again, so it looks like he's going to be cleared to play this year. Okay. All right, so just so everybody gets the exhibition scores, and, you know, nobody paid. I, I only paid minimal attention to the Patriots game. There was a lot going on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I, actually, if uh, Rick, I mean, if anybody wants to comment on a game or a team, they certainly can after we run these through. We'll just run them quickly through, and then if anybody wants to say anything about these games or, or anything that surprised you or that you noticed somebody that, you know, like Rick did earlier about the punter for Buffalo. So the Giants beat the Patriots on the last second field goal, 23-21. Uh, Baltimore and the Patriots didn't fall off the end of the earth. The way they were talking on the talk shows, you would have thought that they would have, you know, not been able. They would have looked like a high school team out there. But uh, you know, they. Not that the Giants are a great team to, you know, whatever. But eh, you know, it was a typical exhibition game. Baltimore beat Tennessee 23 to 10. Atlanta beat Detroit 27-23. Cleveland over Jacksonville 24-13. Despite Deshaun, Arizona over Cincinnati 36-23. San Francisco beat Green Bay 28-21. The Jets beat Philadelphia 24-21. And we just already talked about the Zach Wilson injury. The Bears, buy your Super Bowl tickets. They beat the Chiefs 19-14. Carolina beat Washington 23-21. Buffalo over Indianapolis 27-24. Pittsburgh beat Seattle 32-25. Miami over Tampa Bay 26-24. Houston uh, in the last second beat uh, New Orleans 17-13. And Denver beat Dallas. Uh, 17 to 7, and the Rams beat the Chargers 29-22, and the Raiders beat Minnesota 26-20. And oh yes, the pregame show. So we were talking about pre and post game shows and baseball and stuff. Well, the NFL uh, and SiriusXM have worked it out now, so there will be a pregame. You can hear some pregame and postgame stuff on all, your all of them, radio. all of every team, all of them, right? All the teams on your internet radio now. How much you get depends on the network. When they, I think they, what they'll probably do, for example, the networks go at different times. So like the Patriots, I think they give their network either an hour and a half or two hours, uh, whereas the Vikings seem to have just given their guys like uh, half an hour. Yeah, it started yeah Cowboys are an hour. Yeah, Cowboys are an hour. Texans are a half hour. And, so. we do, and we do have this streaming stuff kind of pinned down, and here's what it looks like it's going to be. We told you earlier streaming isn't a mileage thing. You can get some NFL games on TuneIn if you're in the local area of the team that is streaming the game. So it looks like that's what it's going to be. Now, I punched w, I punched in the Bengals the other night, and WLW came up. Now, whether that's just preseason, we don't know. But I, I would go into it with TuneIn planning that you will get the local – Streaming, and I guess that's the that, well, that I guess that's keeping it the the least complicated that we can. And it's not even just on TuneIn because some of those are on iHeart and Odyssey, but Correct. they'll tell you they'll the station will tell you uh, you're out of the if they're not streaming they will tell you or if they are streaming for a local area 
but you're out of the area, they will tell you you're not within our 100-mile area. Or there's some stations, if they're not streaming at all, they will have whatever local or national programming they have. But some stations, and you, but you have to you have to say the station name. You can't tell it to play it on on TuneIn or TuneIn Live. You have to say the station right. name. Now you but can you can um, for, with with TuneIn. You know, listen to the Westwood One feed. So if you want to listen to the Westwood yes. One broadcasters, you can do that for free. They say. The best thing that you can do, if if you want to make sure that you get every single NFL game, if that is your thing and you love the NFL, I would contact SiriusXM and see what they can offer you. Um, Get the $11 package. Well, they may offer you something even different than that one. That's, you know, if you want, if that's what, you know, call them and ask them what they have. I know Sean said they have the the $11 package. You know, you may want something different but ask them what they can offer you and and yeah just make sure to tell, told- make sure to tell them point blank i want to make sure i get the nfl games make sure right. to tell yeah. them that what and yeah. and like and baseball, that's what i told there are stations that will stream for everybody we talked about baseball with the braves and the reds and so forth so there are stations that will stream for everybody and and uh you know you we, just you, check you just check yeah, them as you go uh, along. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We'll go Sean and then Robert. So, Sean, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, Robert, first you. of all, I'll tell you, as I said, my conversation with SiriusXM is the reason I bring up the $11 package is because that is the package that includes the actual, the games, the NFL, NBA, all that. The $5 is just music channels. $8 is music and talk. $11 is the... Uh, all the sport, all of these sports play-by-play and Pandora. So that's what they told me. Okay, Robert. Now, with, with the NFL, uh, uh, the Raiders offer a two-hour pregame show. And number two, now remember, with the NFL on SiriusXM, you can also replay your games on SiriusXM as well. If you're if you're connected up through your device, and I think I think that starts with the regular season, and obviously. Uh, Robert and I will work. We ha- we've worked on it the past couple of years, and we'll do that for yeah. you again this year. Yeah. Yes. We'll, and the we'll NFL. We'll and the NFL on Westwood One. Oh, sorry. We'll we'll figure out what you have to say, and then we'll we'll bring it to your because each year you have to tell your device a certain thing to yep. to get it to replay the game. But once we know what that is, we'll bring that to you. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah. And the NFL on Westwood One does work because that is how I listened on the Hall of Fame game. I told it to play the NFL from Westwood One on TuneIn Live, and it did give it to me in that way. So that's how you that's how you okay. do it. So, All right. Go. So I guess that's it for the NFL. So we can yeah. go on to college football, and we can run down the top 25 for you. And I broke it down by conference, then we can talk about it a little bit. Um, number one is Alabama. What a surprise. They're never number one at the beginning of the year. Number two is Ohio State. Number three is Georgia. Four is Clemson. Five is Notre Dame. Six, A&M, Texas A&M. Seven, Utah. Eight is Michigan. Nine, Oklahoma. Ten, Baylor. Eleven, Oregon. Twelve, Oklahoma State. Thirteen, NC State. Fourteen, USC. Fifteen, Michigan State. Sixteen, Miami. Seventeen, Pitt. 18, Wisconsin, 19, Arkansas, 20, Kentucky, 21, Old Miss, 22, Wake Forest, 
23 Cincinnati, 24 Houston, and 25 BYU. So the breakdown for conferences that I came up with, and uh, you know, is, and uh, this is with out nobody's really changing conferences this year that I know of in this top nope. 25. No. So the SEC has six, ACC with five, Big Ten with four, uh, Big 12 with three, Pac-12 with uh, three, AAC with two, and the independents have two. You know, Notre right. Dame. And that is BYU. correct. That's what it adds up to. So and, and, by, and by the way, uh, oh, let's do with the poll. I have another thing, but we'll, let's go with the poll first. Okay. So, any thoughts on um, you know on these, these well, rankings or whatever? Uh, Clem, Clemson surprised me because the what, last year they had down. They surprised me. They're number four, and you know Utah at number seven. That kind of surprised me. But I guess they were number yes, eight so. in the coaches' poll. I don't. I don't take as much. Out of stock in the coaches poll, but they were number seven. That kind of surprised me. And Oklahoma with the new coach with Venable kind of surprised me. And no, I mean Notre Dame basically Marcus Freeman. That did not surprise me too much because the whole staff stayed with him. Nobody wants Brian Kelly. Basically, it's everybody's there except for Brian yeah. Kelly. So that kind of didn't. I, I, I was going to bring up the whole Utah thing because I I, I knew that they were competitive in the Pac-12, but. Uh, for them to be number seven, that's quite a coup. And also with Georgia being the defending national champion, I'm surprised that they're not number one or number. They've two. lost some people. They lost, you know, they've lost a couple, uh, some key players. But you know, I'm not. I mean, those the top three, I'm not surprised at all. I, I would have put them in any order: Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia. Those three, I'm not at all. Okay. Yeah, and and you know, I mean, it's a preseason poll. And it really doesn't matter. I mean, it does sort of get you yeah. to the top two. You know, for, now the question I have is: since this is week zero, is it sponsored by Coke Zero? <laughs> yeah, no, it, no, it's just oh, actually zero week because yeah, and zero week. Oh, they call next, it week zero. And that comes up next week, right? Next week. Yeah, yeah, and I'll go over some games next week. Some kind of interesting games that are going to be on that schedule next week. A few of them, so I'll talk okay. about. I, next I week, will but, try yeah. to just so that we can say we covered it. I will try to get you the. Uh, one double A poll or the right. you know whatever they call it yeah. it's one double A but I'll FCS. try to get you that poll FCS, yeah. of course of course those of us that are Northern Iowa fans we're about to go in three weeks we're about yeah. to have a whole new experience and, because uh, we have a brand new play by play guy and oof you did you go into that and you just you don't know you know I, I certainly hope we don't get somebody that is not excitable but. We'll see. Have, have you heard? You, you haven't heard this guy. Was he, did he do high school football in, in no, Iowa? No, he came. No, he came for, No, he came from St. Cloud State, I think, in Minnesota. Um, okay. His name is J. W. Cox. Now he also did, I guess, some play-by-play. Um, he was the, you know, the kind of the second guy in the booth, kind of like Chris, what Will Fleming is, or you know, somebody yeah. like that, with the St. Paul Saints. So I mean, he's done AAA baseball. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. you know, did, uh, I, I did, guess as did, a fan, photo. what I would what I would say too, though, for, from a UNI standpoint, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a fair chance. I I have to as a fan, I have to accept. There's probably gonna be some differences, and it's gonna take yeah. a little getting yeah. used to. Did did Ed Podolak uh, retire too? He did not. 
No. That's so something. Gary, Gary Dolphin and Ed Podolak are back. Now, of course, Gary Dolphin, we know he's had his issues over the past few years. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're back. Uh, John Walters, Eric Hefter back. So. Yeah, because Ed Podolak's about my I think he's about my age. So I'm, I was and, wondering if he would still be going. And didn't you have Michigan, another story we got Michigan. Yeah, Anything yeah, the, any new yeah, the, on the Michigan the other, guys? The other thing I wanted to mention... Oh, that I was going to look that I will. I will make a note to do that, Chris. Sorry, I'll it might be the basketball. Do you think it's? It could be the it basketball. It could be. Guy. I'll look for next yeah. week. Um, the Big Ten rights. You know, we were talking last week about the Fox, the oh, CBS, yeah. and NBC. A lot of the the Big Ten, for those who don't know, is a. It's a schedule. They're schedule orientated, and they're they they love the way they have things, and they don't like change. So some of the Big Ten fans are like, oh, my gosh, starting in 24, we won't get game day at Big Ten games. It's like, well, that's true. but No, actually, they still – they will still – game day has gone to games. According that, to what yeah, I heard, yeah. though, on – and it was on Channel 84 on XM the other day, they say that they won't be able to do it. The Big Ten says that. Uh, I don't know because game day – because they've been – They've been to Texas OU and done game day when Fox had the game. So apparently, I don't know because apparently they've Sean, picked. Apparently, Sean ESPN has uh, you know made a decision that okay. they're not going to be, be involved with the Big Ten. They're not going to allow game day to go to Big Ten sites. Okay, but so it, it's, does, it's but it does ES, sound very ESPN much like decision. yeah. But it does sound very much like what Sean and I reported that Fox will get a lot of the stuff. Um, CBS, you know, they're they're already doing some of the Big Ten tournament and all that stuff. Um, they may they may try to slip USA into a little bit of the Big Ten tournament if they can. Well, but NBC, yeah. it sounds like exactly it's a football thing mostly because foot yeah, CBS when when the SEC leaves in twenty four to go to ESPN, CBS needs something to fill that yeah. that three thirty Eastern slot, and that's what it's going to be, and then. It sounds like with NBC that it'll either be an early game that they can show or a primetime game, one or the other, is what sounds like what it's going to wind up being. And what it'll be is Fox gets the number one pick. And Fox likes that. They like that big noon kickoff. But if it's a two West Coast teams, Fox may say, you know what, we're taking the primetime. You guys get the early game. Uh, and in CBS and NBC flip-flop, well, this is according to Marshawn and Haran, the sports media podcast, NBC and CBS will alternate on who gets the second choice each week. And then there will be games, like I said, Fox Sports 1, the Big Ten Network, and there's even talk of a game streaming on Peacock. There's talk of that. Um, I, well, the one I heard was Apple. Well, no, Apple's out of the picture. Apple's out of the picture. The reason they're throwing Peacock in is because Peacock is NBC. Uh, they're saying Apple, Apple, Amazon are all out, but now they're saying with part of the part of NBC's bid would be a few. You there would still be a regular NBC game, but one of the lower games, you know, maybe the you got to put your record in a bracket game somewhere. You know, it's got to be. Yeah, that's that'll, that'll go to Peacock. That'll <laughs> yeah, go to right. Peacock. So I'm saying. that's what they were saying. So. Right. Okay. But, oh, oh! I got another one. This is kind of a funny story. A little out of Kentucky battle football and basketball. This came out today. Uh, well, I guess 
University of Kentucky, John Calipari is wanting a basketball arena. And, you know, Mark Stoops now at football has winning the coach in Kentucky football history. The football team's getting a lot of donations, a lot of stuff, you know, with name, image, and likeness. You know, the players are getting it, but Calipari's been wanting a basketball arena. He sent our basketball practice facility, and he's saying, hey, we are a basketball school. Uh, why are we? Why is everything going to the football program? And you know, we remember we are a basketball school, and so stupid fired back and goes, "Well, hey, we're winning. We don't lose in the first round of the playoffs <laughs> to St. Peter's." <laughs> and, and of course, Jim Trestle, Jim Trestle, remember Ohio State head coach is actually the president of Kentucky now. So there's a little, there's a battle that Calipari's a little upset because the second sport is getting money and getting facilities, and they they haven't. Even though they got one 15 years ago. Yeah. yeah. While we're on while we're on college, Chris, this isn't a, yeah. a football story, but it is a college athletic story. Um, last week, uh, Paige Beckers of of Connecticut has a torn, I believe, a torn ACL. She is done for the season. Already. Wow. Okay. All right. Let's get to the NBA. We have a few notes, and the NBA did something really cool this week. They retired Bill Russell's. Number all, uh, number six, all the way through the league. As people finish up with that number, they will they will drop it. Uh, of course, Jackie Robinson got it in the MLB for similar reasons to Bill Russell. Remember Bill Russell? We talked about, of course, being the first African American coach, being uh, you know the the greatest player of his era, being you know uh, Jackie was not the greatest player of his era in baseball. You know, Manuel and Mays were better yeah. and so forth. But the thing is, he was a great athlete who had to play. He wanted to play base. You know, kind of he couldn't really make the mark that he wanted to make. In the, the NFL wasn't ready either, uh, but you know the NFL wasn't a big deal at all at that time. So basically, he was track and field and basketball and football and baseball. He was a great athlete, but he wasn't a great baseball player. He was a good baseball player. He was a great baseball player. Bill Russell was. And uh, so it turns out we had a discussion the other night, and I didn't even know this. There is one way, you know, we were saying, oh, Jackie Robinson and, and uh, Bill Russell, the people whose names and the numbers have been retired. Wayne Gretzky has been retired at 99 all the way through the NHL. And that is just really weird because... To me, it's not for a social purpose like Jackie and, and Bill. This is like, well, he's maybe the, they, they felt, the Bettman felt he was the best player of the century and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, you could argue about Bobby Orr and Gordy Howe and Rocket Richard and Gretzky in the century, yeah. you know. And like I said, though, but those guys, and I'm not saying it's right, I'm not saying, but the logic would be he made hockey mainstream. People knew, you know, the casual people, the pop culture that type of fan that didn't follow hockey didn't know these other names, but they knew Gretzky. Gretzky made it. Gretzky put it on a more national exposure level, I guess. Well, if you and I'm not saying do, it's right. And, and the, no, and the thing is, this kind of snuck. Well, we didn't have a show in '99. We would have exposed this right away. But uh, in you know, we we had uh, this had already been done for Jackie Robinson. And how do you compare that? I, I don't even remember it happening. But you know, I'm surprised it was wasn't some outrage here about that because of Bobby Orr. But you know, no, uh, and uh, the the key thing was the trade from Edmonton to Los Angeles. Is right. What, what really turned the NHL around? That's that, and with mm -hmm. him. Uh, with, with him being married to an actress and him being exposed to the entertainment field, that's what really put. And later play and later playing for the Rangers to top it right. off. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get yeah. that part. I get that part, but still, it's just. 
And that's yeah. not anywhere near the reason that Bill Russell and Jackie Robinson numbers are retired. No, no, not totally at all. I totally agree with you, Chris. So we have, for the Christmas games, the theory is, and of course, the, oh, by the way, 24 people last year wore number six, including LeBron. So it'll be interesting to see if LeBron uh, wants it just to move on to another number now. The more jerseys, remember, the more jerseys you have, the more jerseys you can yeah. sell and stuff like Appar- that. Apparently but they're grandfathered in, right? Apparently yes, they are, but he could decide to leave that number yeah. now. You know? Apparently he's not going to change his number, Chris. Okay. No, he's going to finish and, out. Yeah. And, he, and he would be understanding and honoring Bill Russell by that, you know, as Mo Vaughn did yeah. here. Uh, yeah. So that's fine, you know, with Jackie's number. Yeah. Okay, the Christmas games, and obviously not in this order, uh, are supposedly, this is, and usually the word comes out about now, and it usually stays uh, true. And I don't know if these sites are right, you know, whether they'd be, where these games are being. Well, they, have, they haven't said the sites yet. The, the sites haven't right. necessarily, right. these are the matches. So L, L, the Lakers in Dallas would be one. Golden State yeah. and Memphis would be another. Uh, Phoenix and Denver. The Milwaukee and the Celtics. And the Knicks and Philadelphia, and that Knicks game is almost always uh, on in Madison Square Garden or, yep. or Brooklyn. You know, when they do them, that's always the first game. The Celtics game probably be the second game, whatever. But uh, yeah. you know, we don't know whether that would be here. Or was, last year it was in Milwaukee, so maybe it'd be here. But the I thing is, yeah. yeah, it probably is. And also opening night, uh, which is October 18th. I forgot they start early now. Uh, the opening night, the Celtics are supposed to host uh, the 76ers. Yeah. That's going to be the first game. And then uh, the Lakers and Golden State are playing somhere. At, I, I don't know. Is it Golden State, uh, per, uh, Tron? I mean, Robert? I think, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it will be in Golden State, yeah. Um, well, the, Lakers, the Lakers always just seem that. to make their way into this opening night, even though yeah. they're and, just not and that and great. Also, like, the, the, also, the Christmas game, the, the Grizzlies and the Warriors, that will also be at Golden State as well. Okay. okay. Well, that's not official. That's that's no. pretty well. It almost is. But like I said, and think about it. These, these matchups in some ways, a lot of them are going down. Making, they make sense because New York's starting to be relevant again. They want to get them on. They want to get them on TV, so yeah. And then Golden State, Memphis, the battle and everything. So you know, with John Morant and Golden State, I mean, it makes sense. Okay. And any other NBA stuff? <clears throat> no. Okay. So we have, uh, I think, an NHL note, Robert. And we're coming yeah. down to the wire. Max Pacioretty. Talk about him. Uh, he uh, during one of his workouts apparently tore his Achilles attended. He'll. And he'll be out for six months, and that's going to hurt the Hurricanes because the Hurricanes were able to take advantage of Las Vegas and San Jose being over over the cap and needing to get rid of salary. And, of course, they acquired Patch Ready from Vegas and Burns from the Sharks. And, uh, and But this is really going to hurt them. He probably won't play now until probably January or February. Wow. Oh, um, right. Might even be March, you know. So. And also, the New York Rangers have named Jacob Truba as their new captain. They haven't had a captain for several years, but Jacob Truba will now be the new captain of the New York Rangers. That's all I've got for hockey. There you go, Sean. Right. Wrap it up. All right. Well, if you want to check this out again, like I said, legendoldies.com, Sports Lounge Live in your podcatcher. Uh, tell your smart speaker to play Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcast, or go to 773-572-3006, option number nine, and we will see you.